0: Welcome to KC by Sari, a podcast for Kansas City enthusiasts. I'll take you behind the scenes and you'll learn why this Midwestern gem is so special. This week, I'm joined by Emily from Circadian Intimates. Emily started her business to help women feel empowered no matter their age, size, phase of life, or past bra experience. Here is Emily to talk about her experience as a bra fitting expert. (laughs) I had such an amazing experience when I first visited your store and I posted about it on Instagram. And I have actually had a few women come up to me since then and say to me, you know, I went to circadian intimates and just had the best experience. And I read your caption and I saw your post about it, which for me and being a content creator, like there's no better praise than someone saying to you, I saw something you posted I saw the business, I went and visited and I had this great experience and fills my cup and just makes me feel like this is why I do it. And I was so excited when I had these few women come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was wearing the wrong bra size. And now mm-hmm. my bras are so comfortable. And I'm like, yes, why is this a thing that all women go <laughs> yes. through? Like, why I, this yeah. A-
1: yeah,
2: why we waited our whole lives to, to find out, oh my God, there's something that fits my body and makes me feel great. I don't know. I'm still working on curing that problem, so I'll tell you when I crack that crack that nut. <laughs> so,
0: as a business owner, I would love to hear a little bit of your background and hear has has owning a business always been the end goal for you? I
2: knew when I was seventeen and in high school and trying to figure out what am I going to do for college and what kind of career am I going to pick? I knew I always wanted to own my own business. I knew it like deep, you know, deep in your soul. You just know some things that was something that I knew. And I had no idea how to do that. I had no idea how to get there, but I knew at some point it was going to happen. And I've spent gosh, 20 years at this point in the workforce, working for other organizations and just learning and absorbing And I was hit with an opportunity and I realized this is it. This is that opportunity that I was waiting for because the hardest thing, like when you know, you want to own a business, like I have friends that we'll sit around and we'll say, Hey, let's come up with, with new business ideas and figure out what we're going to start, how we're going to grow it and build it. And the hardest part is finding that idea. It is how do you find an idea that you're passionate enough that when it, when, Things are really tough. You're, you're still going to dig in and persevere, but it also has to make money because it's, it's your livelihood and, and that idea is so hard to come by. And so when I was presented with this opportunity, I knew like, I have to do this right now. Like my, my clock, my, my body, my insides say, if you don't do this right now, you're, you're going to regret it the rest of your life. And it was like, I'm going to be honest. It was the worst time I could have ever started a business. The worst from a, from a, just a personal life perspective, from a financial perspective, too many things going on. And, and, and I knew deep down that this was, this was the thing that had to happen. Reg- and I would move mountains to make it happen. So that's, that's kind of the, the Genesis behind it. I think you. You just sometimes you just know things, at least I do. I feel like I've got a really strong gut intuition, and I know when I want something. And when I want something, I go after it. I throw everything behind it and go after it. And this, this was it. This is what I needed.
0: For you, what is it about helping women of all ages that you connect with so well and that you love so much?
2: For me, it starts with seeing the people I love know that they they need help so I I think about my own mom who just turned 70 and I guarantee you she's been wearing the wrong size bra her whole life until she until I like forced her to come into the store and we did a fitting together and my mom is very well endowed like her body and my body are very different and I see what she does on a day I see what she goes through And I want her to, I want her to feel awesome. Like she's your, she's your mom, right? Like you want your mom to feel incredible. And my mom has all of these friends and I see what they go through. And so it starts with like finding a connection point that you can relate to. And and then you see that person that you love, you see it in other people. So it started with my mom, it moved to my daughter. I have a 12 year old daughter who, you know, recently started wearing bras. And so, and so I'm watching her and her friends go through this experience of everything's so awkward right now. And I'm too afraid to talk to my mom about anything, but I know I need, I need help. And so I can empathize with that. Cause I used to be there I get it. I understand it. So it, it's really like, you see those people you love and then, and you want to help them. And then you start seeing them in all of the strangers that you see out in the world when like my manager and I were having a conversation literally last week to talk about, Hey, when you see somebody on the street, like we'll go to dinner and we'll be like, Oh my gosh, we want to help that woman. Like she could really, she could really use a different, a different bra that could help her out. How do you approach a stranger with something as like personal as like an intimate collection Like, how do you walk up to somebody and say that? And, and so I have those moments all of the time and I realized, God, if I could just help them and change one little facet of their life, they would feel better about their day. They would feel better when they go out in the world, just sitting at home, working from home, whatever, whatever whatever it is. So it's, it's really like seeing myself in some of those people and seeing my, the people I love in all of those people. That's that's really where the heart of, of this comes from.
0: Thinking back to my own experience, being a 12 year old and going through that time when your body's changing, you know, it's not just preteens, but women's bodies are always changing. And for something that is so intimate and to talk about your body and, and bra fitting. I know when I came in, I thought I was so sure about the bra size that I was and, Oh, you know, my body's changed in the last few years And when I was fitted, I was like, my bra size is what? (laughs) What now? (laughs) And then, you know, but it's kind of one of those things that it is so awkward to talk about your body and to talk about your body to someone else, especially someone that you don't know. But what's so great about your store was that level of intimacy and comfort was reached so easily because at the end of the day, regardless of my bra size, I want to be comfortable. Like women want to be comfortable and they want to feel good in what they're wearing and sexy in what they're wearing when it comes time for that. And why go through life being uncomfortable for something that you have to wear all the time?
2: Yeah, I think it's one of those things. You don't know what you don't know. I I very much believe that. And and I see that come to life. And every day when we have some woman comes in and, and is adamant, I only want a wire-free bra. They're so uncomfortable when I wear wires. And the reality is the only time that a bra is uncomfortable, especially if it has wires, is if it's the wrong size cuz it's going to poke you and prod you in all these places that it shouldn't. And so it's it's one of those things where like if you knew what the right fitting bra felt like and you and like you feel it's like weightless. You shouldn't even feel it on your body. That's how it should feel. And, and most women have never gotten to that point in their life because they're going to, and I I don't mean this on a knock and whatsoever, but like, I think about like myself and my friends, the only place we knew to go bra shopping was Victoria's secret. That's what we were flooded with in the media on, you know, that's, that's, that was what was in the mall. When I grew up, that's all we knew. And and they they have a fantastic business. They have done really well growing it, but to be honest with you, it's it's a store that's designed purely for revenue, regardless of fit and size inclusivity and um, tissue. I mean, honestly, like one of the one of the things that we do at the store with all of our stylists who fit our customers is we do some pretty intense training on not just like on how to fit from a size perspective, but what type of cup shape and engineering and sewing of that cup is best for different breast tissue. Because if you think about it, like when you're, when you're 17 and you're young, you got, you know, some pretty healthy breast tissue and things are awesome. And then, you know, you fast forward and you have three kids like myself and everything has completely changed. And you're like, what happened? And you can't fill out bras the same way. I'm the exact same size as I was pre those three kids. I just can't wear cups that are the same style pre kids because my tissue falls in different places and and like a Victoria's secret, right? For example, or even like a target, like they don't, they don't buy for that. They don't plan for that. Then frankly, they don't really care. So that is something that like, we try really, really hard to focus on. So when, when like we've gotten so good, like Megan, who is our store manager, she's absolutely incredible. She's like, like a bra whisperer. She's like, this girl's a genius. And I mean, when we are, when we have someone walk into that store, we are literally visually sizing them up and we're not just looking at what, how, how, how narrow, how wide, how tall, how short, how full or not. Like we're looking at, quite honestly, we're looking at age. We're, we're looking at, um, just e- we're asking questions about what they've done in their life, how active they are, what their history is. Cause that helps us figure out what is going to be the best fit for them. And and sometimes, and I, I mean, you've been into the store, you've been through it, it's a journey. It's not like we just say, hey, here's your bra, go go try it on. Like we go through a couple because you you have to see a, we have to figure out for sure which styles, is it a demi cup, which is a little bit more shallow? Is it a full cup? Cause you, you need containment. Which one of those is gonna fit your body right? And which one are you comfortable in? Which one do you feel good in? Which one makes you feel, you know, like an alpha that's what we're going for. And that's a, that's a little bit of a journey. And, and quite honestly, that's like the most fun part of our job, like watching a woman walk in no and dreading the experience. Cause bra shopping is like swimsuit shopping. It's the worst shopping experience. And so women will come and be like, oh, let's just get this over with. And I mean, sometimes, sometimes we have women cry in tears of joy. Sometimes we have, you know, dance parties in those dressing rooms because we've found something that's amazing. And, and that's the best part of our jobs. I mean, honestly, it's like going through this experience with each individual that walks in the door because you you just don't like, I've, I've been in business for 20 years in, in like working with organizations for 20 years. And it's just not the same where you can have, you can spend an hour with an individual one-on-one And you connect on this emotional level and they're, we're strangers, we don't know each other, but you connect and you, you can help someone in, in 60 minutes. Like I've literally seen women transform in front of my eyes, just from changing their perspective on how, what they're wearing, how it makes them feel, how it makes them feel physically and mentally. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And it sounds crazy until you've been through it. And then you're like, oh my God, it's like a fix. I have to do this every day.
0: And something you mentioned that I want to circle back to is that your store carries bras for people of all ages. You carry bras for preteens, carrying such a wide range of cup sizes and band sizes as well speaks to your passion for helping women and knowing that women in their thirties, aren't the only people that need to be fitted and women in their fifties. Aren't the only women that need to be fitted. Like Again, this is just a journey that all women go through and as our bodies change. And I think it's so great that that's really a mission that you and your store stand for.
2: Yeah. And all of our bodies are different. Like ever, all of us are, all of us look different. We, I mean, all of that's all of every single person is unique personality, fingerprints, body type. So yeah, we, we very much went into this thinking, man, how do we design something that fits every age, every, every ethnicity, every woman, every, um, body type, and quite honestly, every budget. I mean, I think about like, as, as somebody who's, who's, you know, I'm over 40 now. And I think about, there are times when I felt good about my financial situation and I could spend more. And there were times when I was like, oh my gosh, things are rough. I really got to button down. And so we have tried really, really hard to make sure that we have a spectrum of, of prices, just the same with sizes and colors and styles and everything like that. Because you know, there are some days when I'm like, you know what? I don't want to spend more than $40 on a bra. And and we have that. And then there are days when I want to splurge and I'm like, I just want something absolutely incredible. And we've got that too. Like our, I think our highest price point right now is like $120. And it's a brand called Simone Perel. It's French. I've personally, I've been wearing it for 10 years. It's in, it's not, it's not like a fancy brand. Like it's not over the top, but it fits my body so well. It just fits. It just works with my body. And once you find that brand, you. it's like, you, you don't ever want to turn back. Like, you know, this works. Every single style works. And, and that's what we find with a lot of women. Like they'll come in and like, you know, this, this curvy Kate is going to fit her just because of the way she's built. And then everything works in there. So yeah.
0: What are some struggles that you've had to deal with since becoming a business owner and hurdles you've really had to jump over to get your business where it is now?
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's, I feel like there's quite a few. (laughs) So, um, well, before. Now that we're, now that our, our doors are open, we opened in May of 2023. I feel like I'm in a, when I first opened as the owner, I felt like my, my role was really just problem solver because I had this fantastic team who was working with all of our customers and doing great. But like literally every time something would come up, it was like, Emily, you're not focusing on what products we're going to carry or marketing or finance anything. You're just trying to solve this problem. And it could be as simple as um, you know, we had a really bad rainstorm in July and it started flooding the back of the store and water's coming in the back door. And I'm sitting here going, Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't anticipate something like this happening in a brand new shopping center. We're like, we are in a brand new building. How could something like this happen? So it's like literally, It's, it's little things like that, or uh, the internet will stop working. How do Emily, how do I ring people up if the internet stops working? And so it's like little tiny troubleshooting I didn't plan for, but the rest of it has been a balance of where I invest my time and where I invest my money to, I mean, to be fully transparent. So, so the money part is when you when you own a business you're I, I feel like i'm in this constant struggle of do i invest my money in in the product i'm bringing in like i want to carry different styles and different colors and i want to try different brands and i want to bring all of that in and it costs a lot to do that um and at the same time uh we're brand new so not everybody knows us and i need to i need to create awareness that we're here, we exist, what we, how we serve the market. And so I want to invest money into marketing and advertising and communications. And so I, I kind of, I like go back and forth. I'm like, well, I can't do both. Like I can't afford to do both at this very moment. We're, you know, we're six months in, how do I, so I just juggle back and forth and, and I kind of one month I lean heavily in in one category, and the other month I lean over here. And I really want to get to a point where I can balance all of that out. I don't know if that ever happens, but that's my goal. But um, but the other part really is is time and and where I'm investing my time. And I don't know. I, I have I haven't been like really vocal about this because I I really want everybody to 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 know that I'm always thinking about them and planning for them. But I'm I'm a single mom. I'm responsible for three wonderful children and I started this business. And in case some people listening, don't know, like you don't make money at the beginning, (laughs) it takes a while to make money. So, um, I, I have another job. Like I have a full-time job where I'm head of marketing for a software company headquartered here in town. And so I feel like I'm in a constant battle of dividing my attention across all of, all of the things that I care about. And I love in my life. Part of it is, is my day job. Part of it is my team at circadian intimates. And I want to be present for them. I want to show up. I want to train them. I want them to know I'm I'm there to support them. And for all of our customers, like I want to be there. I want to meet every single one of them. I want to see their faces. I want them to know how invested I am in this. And then I also have my kids that I try and spend as much time with as possible. So as a, as a first-time business owner and somebody that's trying to juggle all of this, that has, that has been, I knew it was going to be a struggle walking into this because I signed up for it. I knowingly signed up for it. And I, I, I honestly wouldn't tell you it's, it's harder than I imagined. Cause it's just, it's just hard. And I planned for that, but, um, it's just a constant, it's more of a reminder for everybody else that that interacts with me. I want to spend all the time in the world with you, but I got to figure out how I can really dive in and invest in you and then pull back out and then switch to the next one. And that's that's been pretty tough. So at some point I will be full-time business owner and mother and not have to worry about anything, but that's probably a ways away. Yeah, With
0: having to juggle so much all at once, are you able to really take time for yourself and have those moments of where you're just able to focus on you and celebrate you as a woman and a mother and a business owner?
2: Yes. I managed to squeeze those in because honestly, if I don't, I would lose my mind. <laughs> I mean, I, I would totally lose my mind. And so I, uh, I do two things for myself and, and they're based on how I think and how I operate and, and all of that. And one, I'm a reader. So when I need to check out and I just I just need to stop thinking for a little bit, I will dive into a book. So I try and do that every single night, even if that means I read one page, that's it. Like that's all I need. I just have to do that. And then the other outlet for me is running. So I I run, I try and run as many days of the week as I can. And I set, I'm a very, I'm a goal oriented person. So I'm always like, I'm trying to achieve something else. And so I signed up for the Leadville race series this summer, which is a six event running and biking series in Leadville, Colorado. It's up in the mountains. And I I have a running buddy and we signed up to run the marathon in June. And then we did a 50 mile race in July and I used my running as a, I have to train for it. So that, you know, you have to do those things, but I honestly, I use running. I'm not fast. I am not fast by any means. I'm, I mean, I'm doing it because well, I'm trying to achieve something, finish these runs and to it's free exercise, but honestly, more importantly, that running time is, is mental clarity for me. I don't talk to anybody. I just, I zone out. I process my thoughts. I I replay conversations I had that day and think about, man, I wish I would have said this. I would have, I wish I would have tried this or I'll have, I'll have problems and challenges that I, I got to work through. And the only way I can do it is to be moving and be alone and lost in my thoughts. And I, I come up with so many ideas when I'm on a run so I, I, even if it's 30 minutes, if I can carve out 30 minutes of my day and, and the trick is that it has to be in the afternoon. I found this sweet spot. I used to work out in the morning, like, like you know, like the 5.00 AM, you wake up, you roll out of bed, you go to the gym. I realized that that 5.00 AM slot is like my best thinking time. And I, I, I use that five to 7.00 AM as anything important you need to come up with. You do it in that time slot. And then by the time literally by the time two o'clock rolls around, my brain is fried and it's dead to the world. And the only way you're ever going to get anything out of me is if I recharge it. And so I do my runs at like two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon. And I treat it as like my lunch break. I don't actually take lunch breaks. So my lunch break is at like two o'clock and I, I go for a run. So that is that running and reading is what keeps me sane, keeps me completely sane. And and That's really all I need. I wish I could tell you that I was like going on glamorous trips to like Europe or the Caribbean, but that's definitely not happening. So (laughs) next year or in five years.
0: With your kids, are there any favorite go-to spots in Kansas City that you are frequently visiting or any spots that your kids really love to go to?
2: Yes. Well, there are places that mom likes to drag them to. And then there are places the kids love to go. So my youngest, we spend a whole lot of time at Meadowbrook park, which is in Prairie village because it's got awesome bike riding trails. So we spend a whole lot of time riding bikes there. My oldest kid and I run there. We do all of our, our runs together there. And, um, mom really likes to drag them to places that push them outside of their comfort zone. So those places are near and dear to my heart because that's, there are things I care about and there are things I know they don't like, but I want them, I want them to experience and appreciate. So in those two places, one's a restaurant, it's my hands down best restaurant in Kansas city. It is cafe gratitude, which is a vegan restaurant. And it's an experience. Like you walk in and it's not just, you're going there to eat food. You are going there to experience a lifestyle lifestyle and I love to take them there. And then the other one, quite honestly, is the Nelson Atkins Museum. I just like the the serenity of it, the creativity that exists in there. I, I want to teach my kids how to reflect on what they're seeing and what they're looking at, what impact it has on them and what it means to them. Forget about what the artists thought they were trying to, to design or build or create, but like, what does it actually mean to you? And take that and do something with it. So those, those are my two favorites. The so Nelson Atkins, most everybody knows about, but I feel like Cafe Gratitude is this like hidden gem in Kansas City and everyone needs to experience it at some point in their life. When I'm out with friends, there's this fantastic little restaurant in what is that called? Like South Plaza area. It's like 51st and Maine. It's called blue highway. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Amazing cocktails, amazing cocktails, amazing food, amazing people watching. So I have this rule. You only sit at the bar or at the bar tables so that you can just observe everything that's happening, everything that's coming in. And quite honestly, it's the only place you ever get to meet people. You will never meet a stranger sitting at a table. You will only meet strangers sitting at the bar. And I, so I love that that place. I go there for that all the time. Um, In fact, I, so I don't actually, I don't, I don't get to go out all the time because there's so much happening in my life. So when I do go out, I go to blue highway for cocktails. Um, And then the other place is Shawnee mission park, which is out west in Lenexa and I love that park for trail runs. So um, if I'm if I'm not cocktailing with my friends, I'm going on runs with my friends. And so we do the trail runs in Shawnee Mission Park because it is, you're in a forest and you are focusing on your feet and concentrating. And it's just, a, it's a whole other experience. It's such, it's like the most fun running you can ever do. I would never describe running as fun, but trail running in Shawnee Mission Park has some moments
0: of uh, enjoyment. If there was something you could change about Kansas City, what would that be?
2: I wish that Kansas City had a better brand nationally and globally. I think nationally, we are known as the flyover city. You just skip over it. And we're not, like, if you're from here, you are so proud of where you're from. And you know, like, I think of Kansas City and I think of creativity in the art scene i think that's what we're known for in addition to you know fantastic barbecue but um i i just i think this city bleeds creativity into everything from cocktail creation to our businesses that we own and operate here and i feel like outside of kansas city no one no one attracts anything like really positive and like, oh my God, yes, that's what that is Kansas city. You haven't been there. You have to go there. And I feel like we are overdue for a really strong, I mean, call it a branding initiative to tell the world how amazing we are. And, and I say that not in, in the idea that like, I, ser- I certainly don't want us to become, you know, the next Austin We're all of these people move here and then it ruins, you know, the cost of living and it becomes overcrowded because quite honestly, that's what I love about Kansas city, but, um, it, it needs, I feel like we, we could do better to promote how awesome we are to make us respected across the nation. What do you think we're missing that we should be doing or promoting?
0: You know, my answer changes depending on the week. (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes my answer is more late night food options. So uh, Dan and I are definitely in the habit of eating later at night. If we're cooking dinner, we typically will start cooking maybe 7, 7.30, have dinner between 8 and 8.30, but we really love going to plays and musicals and movies and any sort of entertainment. But we are not the couple that's going to have dinner at 4.30 or 5 as a preventative will I need to eat beforehand. And I wish that it was way easier to find restaurants that were still serving food after 9, 9.30. So that has been a big frustration. We as a couple who does not have children and tends to be, you know, we're not going out, but tends to be out later at night. That is a frustration we have found recently. Mm -hmm. Is there anything, are there any lines or specialty items that will be coming to the store soon? I know the holidays are right around the corner. Is there anything that you would want listeners to know about and keep a special eye out for?
2: Yeah. Our holiday collection will start arriving mid-November before before December. So when our holiday collection arrives, it is this fantastic combination of super comfortable pajamas and robes, slippers. And then we have a, a brand that we partner with. that's re- I mean, honestly, it's really special to me because it is a woman owned woman designed out of Denver and she designs all of these pieces and she calls it, um, what does she call it? Affordable fashion. So all of her price points are about like $36, bras, $36 panties, 24, which is very, very affordable when it comes to actual lingerie. And she's designing these beautiful, beautiful pieces. And she has a whole collection that we're bringing in for the holidays that are, we've got two different types that I'm going to call it jewel toned it's embroidered in jewel tones and they are just they are fun pieces there's bodysuits and bralettes and we have some really great gloves just for fun right it's holidays it's just for fun so we took our holiday to two extremes one extreme on the comfort level from a loungewear pajamas warm things, super, super soft, squishy, warm. And then the other side extreme, we took like glamour. It's straight up glamour. And and from the most affordable comfort sense, because we have a rule that everything that's brought into the store has to be comfortable. It, if it's not comfortable, it doesn't matter. We will not bring it into the store. And so I'm really excited for all of these pieces to arrive. Not only just like, they're so beautiful, but like the colors everything it's just it's un it's unlike anything else we have in the store right now and it's also unlike anything i've seen in the market kansas city alone online i haven't seen anything else like this before so i'm excited to bring it here to kansas city and complement some of those other pieces we have because we've got another exclusive set that we carry in the store that was made by a designer just for circadian intimates and it's a chief's set so it's a bralette, a thong, a high-waisted panty and shorts that are all Chiefs colors. So that's black and red and yellow. And they're so awesome. I mean, I'm just like, I'm proud that we have our own, our own branded stuff, but I'm even more proud that it's like Kansas City based. So I I'm really looking forward to holiday collections coming. I th- I think the ladies are going to love them. I'm a big fan of them.
0: I cannot wait to see them. I'll be very excited. I love a good pajama set. That is my thing. I sleep in matching (laughs) pajama sets every night. It's so silly, but that's what I do. So I will be very excited. This is my favorite time of year. So I will be excited to see everything that the store carries And for people who have not yet had a chance to go to the store, uh, where is your store located and where can people follow on social media?
2: Yeah, so Circadian Intimates is in Prairie Village. We're in the Corinth Quarter Shopping Center at 83rd and Mission Road. We are open Tuesday through Sunday. So come in, check it out. And we've got an online store, circadianintimates.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, circadian underscore intimates, and then also on Facebook, circadian underscore intimates. So circadian is just like the rhythm that everybody thinks about because we are here for the rhythm of her life, the rhythm of her day, what she's going to wear and how she's going to carry on.
0: Follow Emily's business on Instagram at circadian intimates. Be sure to visit Emily in store. Or to shop online, go to her website, www.sarcadianintimates.com. KC by Sari comes out every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe to listen to more incredible behind-the-scenes stories of Kansas City's businesses and entrepreneurs. For more local businesses and things happening around KC, follow me on Instagram at KC by Sari. See you next week.
1: I